This is Leslie. And this is Liam, and we are trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant a foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We are so glad you're here. And today, I'm excited to bring on Kristen Holden, and originally from Indianapolis, but honestly based everywhere. Where, um, yeah, where she's based now, we don't know. She'll be somewhere else tomorrow. I could not tell you, I really could not tell you, but we're excited to have her call in because she's actually almost hacked to this nomadic lifestyle, really being able to move on the go and, and live and work at her own will. So we're so, so excited to have Kristen on the pod today. Hey yeah, guys. Kristen, we Kristen, we wanted to ask you, I mean, we you know our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade money stress for real happiness. What does happiness mean to you and how are you using finances to get there? Happiness to me is all about chasing freedom and experiences instead of material possessions. And obviously, in order to have these experiences, you do need finances. And I think there's ways to definitely um, be financially savvy to do so. But my whole life is centered around just having good quality experiences and as less material items as I need because at the end of the day, that doesn't bring me happiness. Mm, yes, I, I love that. And I feel like our listeners by now are like, are Leslie and Liam scripting these people to all say the same thing? But <laughs> Kristen, seriously, like this movement of experiences over things, I could not agree more. Um, and so I'm so excited for you to weigh in here because we actually had a listener write in asking about like, how do I create a work style that's flexible around the ideal lifestyle I want to have? So they asked, you know, I'm kind of obsessed with tiny homes and trying to downsize myself. Does Seeds know of anyone ditching the nine to five and finding a flexible work schedule to be more mobile? Um, spoiler alert. Yes, we do. That is exactly why <laughs> Kristen is here. And so I, Kristen, I would love to just start off by learning more about um, your the experience that you were hoping to create for yourself and where you kind of find yourself just in terms of that mobile lifestyle right now. Yeah, so I think a lot of people think like in order to have a nomadic lifestyle, if you do start your life on the corporate track that you have to give up that quote unquote nine to five in order to um, kind of have that freedom, Mm -hmm. I was determined to have both um, in a way. So I actually like presented to my company and was able to convince them to allow me to kind of have my own flex schedule and work remote. Um, and so that's kind of how I started on that path. And, uh, and so now I just, yeah, work remote out of my van and, um, really whatever hours I want, I just have like a quota that I have to meet each week. And, uh, so that, that freedom has been great. Wow. Yeah. Did, and did you, Kristen, that's incredible that you're able to do that so independently, right. And show off that autonomy. I'm curious, how did you find that opportunity that allowed you to align with the lifestyle you wanted to live? I created it. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, my company really didn't have anybody uh, working remote, maybe a few IT people. Um, I'm an internal auditor, so money, numbers, that's kind of my jam anyways. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And I just, I kind of just presented it to them that uh, being here in the office is truthfully making me miserable. I think that I will be a more valuable asset outside chasing the things that truly make me happy in life. And then I will be able to add more value. And my first year in doing so, actually, I got the feedback that that's exactly what happened, that I, I did add more value being able to pursue my oh, happiness awesome. while yeah doing my career so it's, it's been fantastic and um yeah I, I, I'm so glad that I kind of took that chance to ask if it was even possible a lot of people are scared to even just ask right but yeah that's been, I'm also curious Kristen can you shed a little more light on what lifestyle you transitioned from so like before having this nomadic lifestyle where you're mobile, you're working out of your van remotely, you're going to a new place every week or month or whenever you want, honestly. <laughs> what did you, what was your lifestyle like previously? I mean, I guess you could say I kind of had, I was chasing that like American dream white picket fence lifestyle. Um, minus yeah. the husband, I had the two story home <laughs> with my two dogs fenced in yard. Um, so I bought my own home at 24 years old by myself and, uh, I was living in a really nice neighborhood and I just decided it, it, that's not where like I was finding my joy and happiness. I mean, it definitely provided a lot of great opportunities at the time. Um, and then I decided to sell it all. I sold my house, all my belongings and, uh, purchased the van, paid some people to turn it into a tiny home. And that's kind of, I, I was I mean, this lifestyle definitely is an investment up front. Uh, it does, you know, cost a little bit of money, significantly less than a home. But uh, that's kind of how I was able to afford the the chance to jump into it is I sold my house and dumped all the money I made from that into my little home on wheels. That's amazing. And wow. Kristen, what I love about your story is that you to the point of the like the American dream right where you, you think that you need to be kind of in this corporate environment get the dogs get the house get the white picket fence um, mm -hmm. and you said to yourself okay I'm gonna try that tried that did it executed wasn't really feeling it <laughs> um, and then you pivoted in a way that's very, very different than what we typically see when we hear about folks that are saying, hey, I want to live experiences. Maybe it's I'm going to teach. Maybe it's I'm going to, you know, be be influencing on, on marketing. Maybe it's, you know, kind of doing other jobs that are very different in their corporate role. And so selfishly, I'm like, well, how did you actually go about having that conversation with your company of, hey, if, if I can increase my happiness, my production, my value to you will actually go up. So I, that's such a great, great, great way to think about it. And I think to our listeners too, we think we have to just ditch every part of our lifestyle if we want a change. I love mm -hmm. how you did that kind of incrementally, right? Like, I mean, of course, selling the house, selling all your belongings is, is huge, but you decided I'm not just gonna you know, sell everything and, and decide to, to go be an artist, although I'm sure that you could. Um, you still decided that you wanted to hold on to that corporate job, which is so intriguing to me. Yeah, I really, you know, because I went to school for for this, I, I invested so much money up front and that I'm still paying on, you know, to right. have this career. And I did still want some stability in my lifestyle. So 
Um, I scaled back to part-time, so I lost some benefits, but Mm -hmm. still just knowing I have that paycheck and I am, I am a budgeter to the penny for the entire year. So, (laughs) yeah, so it's like, (laughs) I needed that for my own, like mind sanity. I'm at least not ready to give that up yet. (laughs) Music to our ears. (laughs) (laughs) I know you've got somebody say budgeting. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) You've got two coaches on the line here, Kristen. So you're definitely preaching to the choir. Um, And and I wonder too, for, for our guests that are our listeners that really do want to take that step themselves. You mentioned that, that first um, jump or the first upfront investment being something pretty big. What, what would you recommend to folks who are potentially looking to make a similar move themselves? Like, would you give any ballpark estimate for how much you want, might want to have to make that transition to the mobile lifestyle? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ranges. So I know people who've purchased a new van. And so like, for example, I have a Ford transit cargo van. So these range brand new from mm-hmm. 35 to 50,000. I purchased mine used at around uh, 27,000. Now I have a friend, she purchased hers brand new, about 35, and then she only dumped about 5,000 into it to create mm. her tiny home. Mm. I I had, like I said, I sold my home, so it was, um, you know, I, I had a good chunk of change to dump into it. So all in all, my little home on wheels is 55,000, mm-hmm. but it's all about what you want. You know, I wanted mine. Mine's very Joanna Gaines inspired, you know, it, it <laughs> truly... oh my gosh. capital gains. <laughs> yes. Oh my it gosh. Truly love we love that book. <laughs> yeah. So it just depends on what you're wanting. I mean, if, if this is your dream to have a tiny home lifestyle, you can make it happen for what you have. I mean, truly, but I wanted, I wanted um, to make sure that, you know, I was going to buy a van that didn't break down on the road. So I have right. this security. And so I was willing to dump more into it. I also know people who have spent $130,000 on a brand new Mercedes Sprinter van. That's, Ooh. you know, just decked out to the T. So it's like, it's all about what you're really wanting. So you can really find a budget. It's hard to say exactly, but I will just say mine was 55 and that's about the medium of the road. Right. Mm, and, and wow. Moving off of that too, I, I am currently just finished capital gains with to Liam's reference mm, of Chip and Joanna, Chip and Joanna our people. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, but also reading, um, quit like a millionaire right now with, with Christy shed. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that book, but she was talking about comparing also your living costs um, when you're in kind of that new new transition, any new situation. Um, and given that you're a budgeter to the T, a, a fellow spreadsheet lover, if you will, mm-hmm. how do you take that initial 55 uh, investment that you wanted to put up front? And then how do you also compare that to kind of what your cost of living looks like now in the van lifestyle compared to before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. And I think because I scaled back to part time, I truly feel like my budget feels the same, less Mm -hmm. money, but less expenses. So to me, it's kind of just uh, um, continued to be the same. Um, But what I did was I, I took my my monthly budget and I looked at, okay, what are all of these um, costs that are going to still occur if I 
sell the house. You know, I won't have a mortgage. I won't have electricity payments. Like, what are all these things? Okay, so what will I carry with me into, into a nomadic lifestyle? Yeah. And then what additional costs will I incur transitioning to this nomadic lifestyle? And from that, I created um, kind of my estimated monthly costs to make sure mm-hmm. that I could financially still continue to do that as a, in a nomadic lifestyle way. Jeez. And yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we really planted the seed on this topic of the nomadic mobile lifestyle downsizing. I want to make sure that our listeners do know how this seed could blossom or grow into their own wealth journey. So are there any actionable takeaways that we can help these seeds become plants? Kristen, I want to open it up to you first on your, your one takeaway for the listeners after hearing this. Uh, I think for me, um, I, I am such like a, like I said, budget person. I think you really have to be honest with yourself, with your finances and evaluate that. Um, and then you have to see, you know, can, can I afford to do this? How do you plan to make the income on the road to cover those expenses? And then just start getting rid of stuff. If this is truly a lifestyle that you want to live, you don't have to live in a van or on the road in order to have a minimalist lifestyle. Mm. So just start moving towards that, just downsizing your closet, your shoes, you know, whatever that may be, just Mm -hmm. start living with less to prepare yourself for those experiences. Yeah, really strong. I, I I would also add my one takeaway is, Kristen, I was really impressed to hear how confidently you took this move to your employer. I think that's something extremely important is realize how valuable it is to you if you really want to go into this and be transparent. Don't think you need to quit everything you have and sell everything you have, right? Kind of mm-hmm. trust yourself and trust that you can show that value to your friends around you, your family around you, your roommates, your job, and explain yourself. And you can get an awesome, I guess, kind of meet halfway package like you did, Kristen, because of that confidence you brought. Mm, yes. Yeah. And, and Liam, just to jump on that too, I think my takeaway there is, and we didn't get to go into it today, Kristen, but in creating that business case and really going step by step, really start off small. Start seeing if you know, to Kristen's point, you can start getting rid of just a few items per month, whether it's in your home, in your closet, whatever it may be. On, on the career side, maybe it's having that talk with your manager of, you know, hey, can I work from home one day per week? Can I, um, you know, work from home one week per month? Is there a way that I can compare my output to, you know, how I am showing up to work and the different places that I'm at showing up to work and kind of build that business case there? So. I, I am so excited for all of our listeners hearing in this episode because I think there's so much juicy uh, information and also actionable takeaways here if you really want to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sad to this topic for now, but I do want to take a moment to celebrate an incredible real growth moment Woo! from another one of our listeners. Tell so me. Th- yes, this listener, a, an Instagram DM, split into the DMs, which we love when you all do. So continue <laughs> to do that. And uh, but this listener actually just got pre-approved to buy a home, wow. um, and they wanted to share that with us because after listening, uh, we had a few different episodes that they kind of got some of the knowledge from. 
But one consistency that they noticed from all of our real estate episodes about buying homes was one of the actionable takeaways was always just jump in to get started, whether that means getting pre-approved, there's no harm there, whether that means going to an open house so you can start seeing what you're looking for, right? Just really jumping in. And this listener was so excited um, to to take that first step and get pre-approved because they said all it took was about an hour out of their Sunday and <laughs> and they got uh, they got pre-approved and then uh, you know had had their had their meeting where where they're able to to get a little bit more of a vision of kind of what what's possible for them. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Uh, congrats to you, our anonymous listener, for getting pre-approved and and an early premature congrats on future real estate wins to come. But honestly, Liam and I just love bringing up these stories because we know it's not just us, it's not just Kristen, it's not just everyone out there getting pre-approved that's beginning their wealth journey and seeking happiness in real time. So thank you so much for joining us. We'd love to continue hearing about your challenges, your questions as well as these incredible growth moments. Yes, so glad you mentioned that, Leslie. Please, everybody, go to our link in our Seeds podcast description, share your experiences with us, Instagram us. We'd love to help you achieve your goals and celebrate you when you do. Yes, slide in those DMs. We can't wait to be a part of your journey. And in the meantime, subscribe to Seeds to stay up to date with our community as we collectively pursue happiness. Lastly, huge shout out to Kristen for weighing in on the topic of this nomadic lifestyle and mobile mobile lifestyle. Uh, Kristen, we love chatting with you. Where can listeners follow up with you and keep up on your journey? Thanks so much for having me, guys. Like, uh, I appreciate it. I love talking finances and anything, so it got me really excited. <laughs> um, yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at where the road forks with two underscores. Um, I'm also on YouTube, Kristen Holden on YouTube, and my website is wheretheroadforks.net. Awesome. Awesome. Kristen, thank you so much. I mean, no, full disclosure, did some light stalking here, and guys, you're going to really <laughs> want to follow some of her content. She's awesome, and I think she's got a few furry friends with her in that van too. Is that right, Kristen? Oh, yes. They're just <laughs> sleeping right next to me right now. Oh, love it. Love it. Well, in the meantime, have a great rest of your week, listeners. Go win the week, and we'll chat with you next week. Mm-hmm.